Welcome, everybody, to the Latin American Podcast. My name is Daniel Oliva, and I am joined today with... Lucas Pentanero. And Marcos Post. And I... All right. And today we're going to be talking about the various different types of theories as to how humans ended up here in the Americas. Each of us are going to be defending one theory and will also be refuting another. So first up here, we have Marcos Pastor, who will be defending the Bering Strait land bridge, and then we'll be refuting island hopping. Take it away. Okay, so today I'm going to be talking about the Kelp Highway um, to basically give you a little brief before I start my real, um, my real argument. Um, the Kelp Highway is basically uh, a pathway created by kelp, which uh, connected Asia to Baja, California, um, right along the Pacific Rim, and it's made completely out of kelp. Okay, so now I'm going to go into depth about this highway. So to start off, um, this um, researchers, this is, a, this is a newly, more of a newly developed theory. Um, researchers believe that people didn't in fact come to the Americas through the Beringia Land Bridge, but in fact they came um, through the ocean, uh, they use this kelp highway as um, basically a navigational tool to get to the Americas from Asia and Chile. Um, uh, back in the day, um, and when I say back in the day, I mean about 16,000 years ago, um, there was no sort of navigational tools, no GPSs, obviously, and they could only use what they saw by eye. So they noticed this highway, basically just a big long strip of kelp along the Pacific Rim, and they used it and just rode it all the way and came across the Americas. Um, th- this is the most, um, in my opinion, believable way of inhabitants of the Americas. Um, these kelp forests are um, are very dense very dense forests full of wildlife and they're almost impossible to miss. And in my opinion, for someone like a hunter gatherer seeing this opportunity and they took it and lucky for them, they inhabited the Americas and from there it's history. Um, They developed societies in the Americas and they basically just spread like wildfire. And um, now for my rebuttal on why the Beringia Land Bridge wasn't in fact um the way that the americas were inhabited is because in my opinion i i don't think anybody would have made it across that land bridge the conditions that they had to walk were i mean we're talking negatives and negatives and negatives like negative 30 degree weather like for miles and miles and miles and to me it just sounds like almost impossible to do I mean, there is some scientific evidence with um, geographic studies on why this this land bridge is um is a good um is a good is a good um basically reason that the that the way that the Americas were inhabited. But in my opinion, this land bridge um just it doesn't make sense. And um, coming by ocean and basically going from from Asia to Chile and and going kind of like they took their time. It took about a thousand years just for to get from Asia to Chile, and then it took another thousand years to get to uh, from Chile to California. It just sounds so much more believable because 
that is it it just makes sense uh thank you thank you pentanero um next up i will be taking care of defending island hopping and then refuting kelp highway so when we talk about island hopping it primarily describes the islands that make up the western coast of what is now the united states and also the westernmost provinces of canada specifically british columbia as well as present-day alaska as early as 17,000 years ago this was actually a large bed of land that was above the sea levels as at the time a lot of the glaciers in the northern pole weren't as small as they are today due to climate change, global warming, et cetera, et cetera. And so this patch of land that connected what is now Siberia, the easternmost province of Alaska, or excuse me, easternmost province of Russia, and Alaska, which as all of us know is the westernmost state in the United States, essentially had a bridge of land that connected the two masses and so people could actually walk through them. But obviously that is out of the scope of what I'll be defending, but that is just used for context as to what I'm ex- about to explain right now. As a effect of this land bridge, there were also various different islands that have popped up on various different locations in the Pacific Ocean, and they were close enough for humans to be able to see the next one in front of them. And in other words, they would essentially be able to see that as their next objective or essentially the next step and into getting somewhere else. And one of the big parts of all of this is that there were a hearty group of people who were actually migrating across the Beringia land bridge. And at the time, obviously this joined Siberia and Alaska. Now they were on their way to become the first people in the Americas. However, they encountered one major obstacle and that was that there were massive ice sheets that actually stretched across the northernmost parts of Canada and blocking their way south. So how would they have combated this? By instead using the island hopping along the Pacific coast. And there's actually a really good study that was concluded and reported upon by the Canadian Broadcast Corporation, otherwise known as the CBC. Uh, Alia Lesnick, who has a PhD can, or excuse me, who is a PhD candidate from the Department of Geology at the University of Buffalo, found herself in the wake of some really good evidence in favor of island hopping with regards to geological evidence, which favors this coastal migration theory and shows that the West Coast was actually a viable route for settlers to reach the South. In other words, they were able to maneuver these islands because of these islands that sprouted up along the Pacific coast, what is now primarily um, along the coast of the state of California. Similarly, geologists have actually been able to find um, different forms of artifacts in the form of human remains and things of that nature that would actually suggest that they traveled down these islands and essentially hopped, no pun intended, island to island down this coastal route some 17,000 years ago. Uh, This study was published in the journal known as Science Advances and was posted on quartz.com. It suggests that around 16,000 years ago, um, there were some genetic and archeological estimates um, that cited this specific time and suggested that the coastal route was possible around that time due to the climate 
that was found at the time, which obviously is a lot colder and a lot more inhospitable than the climates that we would encounter um, in these kind of times. And that's pretty much it for island hopping. Now onto the kelp highway. There's a lot of evidence that essentially disproves this kelp highway. Uh, one of the uh, largest articles comes from Discover Magazine, which essentially cites a 2016 study that was done by a group of um, anthropologists that suggested that there were pollen, fossils, and DNA from lake sediment and different parts of um, bodies of water along North America. And the authors of the study concluded that the route would have been inhospitable for humans to reach until much later. Essentially what I talked about as well with the island hopping, that it was too far north for humans to be able to acclimatize to the temperatures and the different parts of nature that they would have experienced. Further, this occurred sometime around 12,600 years ago, well after archaeological evidence showed that humans had moved deep into the Americas. So that already shows you kind of where humans stood at that point in time. And with that, I hand it over to Marcos Pastor, who will be defending the Bering Strait Lambridge and refuting island hopping. Take it away, Marcos. Thanks, Danny. Um, so basically, the Bering Land Bridge theory is that humanity made its way from the old world to the new world between a exposed part of land between Siberia and Alaska. Um, it was also called uh, Beringia as well. And also, it used to be much bigger that this whole um, area of land than it is today. Because back then, the water was in ice form because the last ice age had happened uh, not, so, not so long back. And the sea levels were much lower, which, mean, which meant uh, the oceans weren't as big. So more land was exposed. And um, according to Stacy Chambers from study.com, um, that is why most archaeologists believe that um, Siberia and Alaska were connected by that strip. And um, also, uh, it also states here in the article that the humans didn't cross out of curiosity, but out of necessity, because they were looking for food. Um, b during this, this kind of uh, Stone Age, when Beringia was uh, prominent, um, the humans were mostly hunter-gatherers. So essentially, uh, whatever they saw in the wild, whether it be plants or whether it be animals, they um, they hunted it down. And vegetation was would have been hard at the time because an ice age uh, had just occurred earlier, um, a couple of years back. So obviously, plants were kind of like out of the question. Um, and then also, finally, um, Beringia was kind of like a safe haven for plants that weren't necessarily like for areas that weren't necessarily as affected as much in the ice age. And um, it also supported a lot of animal life. So that makes a lot of sense that this theory would be true because it would include um, humanity essentially migrating to find food. And this theory I believe has enough facts to back it up. Now why I believe island hopping is not real is because I believe that it's very controversial because there's only kind of one piece of evidence that suggests it's possible. 
um, because if they're saying that, then that means that the island hopped from Europe and then the eastern part of North America. I don't think that really makes sense. I think you have to take into account um, kind of what Pantanero touched on in my theory, but I'm going to kind of like switch it up on his that kind of, you know, you need a lot of uh, food and water resources for that to do that. And that seems like a, a long process. And I believe that the island hopping theory isn't as effective as, for example, the Bering Land Bridge Theory, because um, where where this kind of um, big piece of land between Siberia and Alaska was in Varingia, it was very beneficial to those who would go there. So I believe they would have a motivation to go there rather than just island hop um, to random places. I don't think that. It's very effective. So thank you. Thank you, Pastor. Uh, that is pretty much it for today. Thank you guys very much for listening. And as always, we'll see you guys in the next episode. Goodbye for now.